In today's episode, we're going to be talking about our proposal story. What? Finally, I know a lot of people are thinking about like, how did that look like? And why we chose to say yes to this vocation, what we saw in each other. And hopefully this helps you give give you more clarity um, with the person that you're dating or you're engaged with to take that next step. Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, that a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 141 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi. Aloha, this is Sarah. And today, <laughs> we've been a talk about our proposal story. Yes. Because, you know, what I've noticed, we've we've always talked about, like, our dating, our courtship. We've never really shared our story of mm. how the proposal went down. So, well, maybe we have, but maybe I don't think we, we have. So that's why we're doing this. Here so let's talk is. about it. You could, you could kick this off. Or I don't know what our story is. How it starts with <laughs> you, bro. Starts with me. So, okay. So I already knew that I was gonna marry her, and I already had the I already had the ring. I bought this custom ring for this beauty, and I wanted to just get some time alone to get more deeper discernment and prayer time to make sure this is the right and prudent decision because that first time that I did the engagement to the, my ex-fiance that epically failed because I just jumped into something that I didn't really think about. So I just want to make sure this is right. And I did a retreat with the Benedictines in Hawaii. I was actually able to stay at their monastery throughout the triduum is the triduum of what? April, April, 2018, 17, 17, 18. 18. Yeah. Duh. Um, no, 17, 18, bro. 2018. When did we get? Oh yeah. We did get married in 2018. <laughs> Duh. See, I don't even remember these things. This is why women remember things <laughs> so true. well. It's true. So yeah, there's during the triduum when Easter Sunday was a April 1st, April Fool's Day. Yes. Coming up. Yeah, so I retreated to this monastery, and I knew, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to marry her. And I still felt the peace. I just still wanted that more clarity and just time with the Lord to just pray and just get over the nerves of how I'm going <laughs> to ask her and all these things. So after that tritium, it was Easter Sunday. And what did I do? He showed up at Mass. Surprise! I didn't know he was going to show up on Easter Sunday Mass because I knew he retreated to the mountains 
to the yeah. monastery. Yep. Um, so I wasn't expecting him to be there, but then I saw him in the congregation because I was in the choir at the time, so I could see everybody. Everybody. Everybody, and I saw him, and I was so happy and excited because it, it, it's been a couple days since I saw him last, and so that was the start of a very joyful day. He fooled me on April Fool's Day by doing that little appearance but after that he took me to lunch yeah at buca de beppo where we had our first date i call it a date but we were still friends but it felt like a date so i consider that our first date but it was at buca de beppo and it was a surprise lunch because i didn't know my dad and stepmom were gonna be there so that was another mm. another April Fool's moment. Yep. Oh yeah, I choreographed the heck out of this day. <laughs> you choreographed it. Yep, I had all these moving pieces. So tell them a little bit about Buca de Beppo and why that's important and why why I chose that. I mean, because like I was saying earlier, it was our first date. Oh yeah, see, He's get the memory lapses. <laughs> His old age <laughs> of 13 showing. Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, but then anyway, after lunch, we took a break in between. I went back home and then he picked me up for evening adoration because that's something we did every week. Mm-hmm. So that was just routine. That was our every habit. Sunday. So we were at adoration and we we're doing our holy hour together. And... In the middle of our holy hour, I nudged her and I asked her, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom because my stomach hurts. So that was my <laughs> that was my choreographed plan to get out to set up the whole shindig out there. Um, but literally, my stomach did hurt. <laughs> like I was about to like poop myself. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the bathroom like, oh gosh, my stomach actually does hurt. Like this is about to happen. And I was like sitting in the bathroom just waiting and just trying to like breathe. And finally I was like, okay, let me get out and set this up. So I set up something next to my car. I mean, on the hood of my car, it was a Bible. It There were candles on the hood of my car as well as a letter that I wrote when I was at the monastery expressing my love for her and what else and music there was music playing and the bible was opened to today today's reading the annunciation today's feast the annunciation and how like the whole saying yes thing, kind of getting her prompt, getting her prepared of what's about to happen. This is what you gotta say. <laughs> yep. So like she read my letter and then it kind of talked about expressing my love for her and it went to the scripture for her to read the scripture. Mm-hmm. And But before that, when I was still in the Adoration Chapel, Rafi was taking a long time, right? Because he told me he had to go to the bathroom and I, I did think he was pooping. <laughs> And then I was like, wow, he's in there for a really long time. Maybe I should go check on him. So that's what lured me out of the chapel mm-hmm. until I saw everything on the hood of his car. And I was like, oh, it's happening. This is it. 
<laughs> this is the day, the moment. Like I was nervous. I was happy. Um, it was very thoughtful, very intentional with the song that he chose. Um, the LED candlelights he had, his letter basically asking me to marry him already, but he was nowhere around the car until I went to the grotto, the corner of the church. Mm-hmm. And Rafi was there playing his guitar. Yep. And I was playing my guitar. And then she was coming closer and I started to sing to her this song what's the song that i sang to you blah 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 for me <laughs> darling this night. okay so i sang that song by ed sheeran and he what's the name of that song perfect perfect, perfect. yeah here's the thing i sang like a remix version of that song <laughs> Because literally, I didn't know the lyrics. For some reason, like, I've been practicing this for so many weeks leading up to this moment. But once I saw her, my mind went... He just and stopped and I cried. I was literally... <laughs> it's funny because, like, in the middle of the song that I was singing, I'm like, I don't remember the lyrics. And I'm so nervous. <laughs> I said stupid stuff like this. Um, but I finished. I finished strong. And then finally, I took her by the hand with the other case of the ring the lord of the rings <laughs> in my other hand and then i started expressing my love for her and she was like <laughs> i did not I sound know, I'm like just kidding. that but she started crying and tearing up and then i forgot what i said i was like so nervous but I said something very loving, right? And <laughs> I said something, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. And then and, I put the ring on her finger. And then we prayed. Yes. Afterwards to bless our engagement. Right in front of the statue of our blessed mother. Yes. Because she has been such a pivotal role in our relationship and our whole discernment. Mm-hmm. Her as well as St. Joseph. They've just been showing up all over the place. Um, but this grotto was like the perfect place. And... And so it was amazing. It was an amazing time. And then we knew at that day, like I felt the peace. She felt the peace. And we're just so joyful to, to start in that new journey. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, we have the scripture of the Annunciation from Luke engraved uh, on our wedding bands. Yep. In the inside. Of course, so if on you guys the meet, if you get, who knows, people be doing some weird stuff with their wedding rings, putting on the outside. I don't know, man. <laughs> So if you guys see us in person one day and you you could totally, we'll show you. You can fact so check cool. us. Yep. You can totally <laughs> fact check us. Um, Yeah. So it was a beautiful day and here we are married and paying this whole journey forward and teaching all of you guys all the things that we've learned through this whole journey and what we continue to learn in our marriage and how it can help you to make this whole process a lot easier than what we had experienced especially in our past relationships Mm -hmm. but ultimately to find clarity and discerning marriage and finding that partner for life the thing that really helped us is identifying the necessary virtues that we'd see in a good husband and a good wife things that god talks about uh, when we're when we're talking about 
um, Ephesians 5, we're talking about uh, the Proverbs 31, that type of woman. Like we started seeing each other fit these roles so well that just made it so obvious that this was the girl or this was the man for, for my life. And what I saw, I want to start by sharing what I saw in Sarah that made me like, no, like this is going to be my wife for life. <laughs> the first thing that I saw in her was uh, just like her willingness to follow my lead early on in the relationship in our courtship. I knew like we talk about like how I was like that super Catholic dude and she wasn't like there in her faith when we first started dating. And I would like invite her to mass, go to daily mass. We would go to like adoration every week and it was just all new to her. And we started reading books because we we wanted to really grow in our relationship and learn new skills together. Things that was never natural for her, but she was willing to submit in that way because she knew she she entrusted my lead in the relationship. And um, it was different from her in her past relationship, right? And how you did the leading. Yes, and that's why that's one of the things I saw in you that you're able to lead. Mm. So that's why I was like, he's the one because all the past guys, they didn't know how to lead. Some tried forceful leading, some didn't know what leading was, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the way that you were leading me was very intentional. It was very tender and gentle. And it was something really appreciated from you. Yeah. Because you led me in so many areas of life, not just spiritually, but emotionally, how we connect with each other. Um, You led me physically by challenging me to lift weights and run. (laughs) Half marathon. (laughs) And it was just so different from what I had experienced in my past. Like we, you led me in so many different ways where we did more things than just watch movies and eat. Mm -hmm. I've been there. (laughs) I've been those type of relationships. Uh, But yeah. Um, So when I saw that you were able to submit to that, to my lead, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, And then another thing that I noticed was just like the gentleness and care that she brought in our relationship and that she shared with me. I think one of the stories that really sticks out to me was when we were at a party and we were all eating. It was a bunch of her aunts and I was there. And um, while I was sitting on the floor eating and I finished, she took that initiative to take my plate and throw it away from me. And it was something so simple yeah. But it's something that I've never experienced. Like no no one I've da- I've dated would take that initiative to be like, "Hey, you're done with your plate and and um let me take this from you." And it wasn't just me. She started doing it with other people in the room. And just seeing how she's so like caring for other people and for me in those small situations it was just huge. And that was just one situation. She started doing it so much more in our relationship. I'm like, I feel so safe with her, you know, mm-hmm. every time I'm with you. And then last thing, like I really 
saw that Proverbs 31 woman in Sarah. Like I saw her as mother material, you guys, because there's this one time where <laughs> I, I took, um, it was actually, it was a birthday, right? Oh no, my friend was leaving or mm-hmm. something. My friend was leaving. Leaving or visiting? I forgot. Uh, anyways, and we were at this Disney Aulani Resort and it was like a character buffet and my friends actually came with their kids and there was this opportunity where my friend asked, oh shoot, my, my kids' diapers need to be changed. And when that conversation sparked, Sarah volunteered herself <laughs> to change the diapers and you know what blew my mind? Like, she's never done this before. That was my first time. My mom was with us, and she followed me into the bathroom because <laughs> she knew that was my first time. Yeah. So she's like, you got it? You got it? Need help? <laughs> yeah. Got it, mom. And that was one of those things. Like, when she was in the bathroom, like, in my mind, I'm like, mother material. Like, she can take care of people. Like, she's willing to be uncomfortable. She's willing to take care of kids. And I'm like, I could see that as a great mother if we are called to marriage together. Like and these now are little you things. See it. And you do it so well. Because <laughs> I'm screwed without you in in parenting. Um and yeah, it just makes sense. Like I had to base like me saying yes to taking this next step in a relationship, I had to base what I saw in Sarah right then and there. During our courtship and during our engagement. Cause I couldn't I couldn't just rely on her changing in marriage. And that's what a lot of couples think. Like, oh, you know what? We should get married and things are going to change. False. Most things don't change. Mm-hmm. You're going to be marrying the same person. But I decided to, when I was like identifying these things about her, I was like really pointing out, oh, there, she has that virtue and that virtue, she could be a good mother. And that allowed me to be like, you know what? I'm going to take that leap of faith. I feel the peace. Let me say yes. And here we are. And life is great. Life is great. And for like what I saw in Rafi, besides like him leading me, was also that he's very faithful. He's a very God-fearing man. He continues to be so on fire for the faith. And that's something that was different in all my relationships. Right, because they talk about not putting your partner on a pedestal, not making them above God. And that's something that Rafi didn't do. God was always first, God was on top, which really changes in a relationship that you're in. You can feel the difference because it takes, I don't know, at least for me, it takes pressure off of me that I don't have to be everything for my partner, for Rafi. Because I've been in those relationships where they did put me first and above everything else. Yeah, in the honeymoon phase, it's great. But like long term, it turns into a very toxic relationship. And that was very different from what was in Rafi and I's relationship. And so like him leading, him understanding his role as a man of God And being a man of God 
were like two of the huge things that I saw in Rafi that I knew I would be safe, I would be loved and cherished and honored in our marriage. Mm, thanks for that. I appreciate those compliments. I appreciate your compliments as well. And I, I, yeah, ultimately I knew my role that it wasn't to lead her to me. I had to lead her to God. Because if my rela- if our relationship didn't work out, at least I did what God is calling us to do, hmm. to help each other get to heaven. And uh, I was trying my best, and God did his part, and here we are. We're happy, joyful. Blessed. Blessed, hashtag. And it's, it's amazing, you guys. Oh, let's, ask, let's do one more question before we sign off. When did you know that you were going to get like you were like yeah let's do it i knew at three months around three months of dating of dating wow you could have asked me at three months and you'd be like yeah i'd be like yeah oh wow because that was when i knew i loved you logically Mm. not just the beginning honeymoon stages of our courtship Mm -hmm. and oh this is great but after like all the intentional conversations we had in the first three months and all the intentional activities we did, it led me to decide that I really love you and I could see us getting married. And I would say yes if you asked. Mm, awesome. And for me, I knew that I wanted to marry Sarah before we even started courting. What? Creepy. No, I was <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> And it, I mean, mainly it's because I've I've experienced many relationships already and I've prayed so much like during our friendship stage, like that really built that whole foundation that I knew like the purpose of dating was to discern marriage with this person. So like before I actually <laughs> asked her to court me, like I already knew like this was the woman but I wanted to, of course, make sure there's time, right? We had to we had to take that time to give her that time because imagine that, like, I just go straight to, hey, would you marry me? <laughs> like, oh, we're not even boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, then <laughs> we could weird. be like our mentors who got married after a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven days, you guys. Seven days of dating and then they got engaged. Yeah. But they were, they were also older in life, so they yeah. knew what they wanted. But I have a question for you. Okay. Did you know you loved me or wanted to marry me when you sent me that gift for my birthday? Ooh, no. Mm. Not when I sent you that because I was still discerning priesthood at that time. Mm. So I don't know if people know that story. He was discerning priesthood and he sent me a dozen (laughs) chocolate dipped strawberries for my birthday. (laughs) And that was like a month after you left, right? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I met her for the first time, and then a month later on her birthday, I sent her those things. But I was a teddy bear and balloon. I thought it was just like a friendly thing to do, you know? On a very cute note. Very friendly. Very friendly. Very friendly. (laughs) I'm a friend. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was still discerning priesthood, and I was like, you know what? You're away. You're long distance. I don't want to do long distance, so I'm going to be open to the will of God. Um, here in Hawaii, like I'm open to the priesthood and. But let me get you this things. very friendly gift. Yep, probably confuse you a little bit, <laughs> but I'm sorry. 
Um, it was delicious. I know. I bet. That should be a tradition. When I saw that, I was like, dang, I should buy that for myself <laughs> for my birthday. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys got some value listening to this episode. We just wanted to share with you our story because we don't really get to reminisce and talk about these things and what we saw in each other. But yeah, if you're in a, a relationship right now, like just look at their their virtues. Would they be a good husband would they be a good wife would they be a good dad would they be a good mother of your children like look at for those virtues and those virtues are found in ephesians 5 those virtues are found in proverbs proverbs 31 like these are godly roles and responsibilities that god has intended for us to do so well that when you start to identify those things like don't don't close your eyes to that because that shows you a lot of things. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Twas. Twas. <laughs> all right, y'all. Praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.